Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Emily Six. I'm glad you're here. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to confess with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, and praise Him for what He's done, is doing, and will do. A prayer for grace. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor run into any danger, and that, guided by your Spirit, we may do what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. Father, as we approach your scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you would lead me and give me understanding. Daniel chapter 10. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a message was revealed to Daniel, who was named Belteshazzar. The message was true and was about a great conflict. He understood the message and had an understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning for three full weeks. I didn't eat any rich food, no meat or wine entered my mouth, and I didn't put any oil on my body until the three weeks were over. On the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river at the Tigris, I looked up and there was a man dressed in linen with a belt of gold from Uphaz around his waist. His body was like topaz, his face like the brilliance of lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and feet like the gleam of polished bronze, and the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. Only I, Daniel, saw the vision. The men who were with me did not see it, but a great terror fell on them and they ran and hid. I was left alone, looking at this great vision. No strength was left in me, my face grew deathly pale, and I was powerless. I heard the words he said, and when I heard them, I fell into a deep sleep, with my face to the ground. Suddenly, a hand touched me, and raised me to my hands and knees. He said to me, Daniel, you are a man treasured by God. Understand the words that I am saying to you. Stand on your feet, for I have been sent to you. After he said this to me, I stood, trembling. Don't be afraid, Daniel, he said to me. For from the first day that you purposed to understand and to humble yourself before God, your prayers were heard. I have come because of your prayers. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia opposed me for 21 days. 
Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me after I had been left there with the kings of Persia. Now I have come to help you understand what will happen to your people in the last days, for the vision refers to those days. While he was saying these words to me, I turned my face toward the ground and was speechless. Suddenly one with human likeness touched my lips. I opened my mouth and said to the one standing in front of me, My Lord, because of the vision, anguish overwhelms me and I am powerless. How can someone like me, your servant, speak with you, my Lord? Now I have no strength and there is no breath in me. Then the one with human likeness touched me again and strengthened me. He said, Don't be afraid, you who are treasured by God. Peace to you. Be very strong. And when he spoke to me, I was strengthened and said, Let my Lord speak, for you have strengthened me. He said, Do you know why I have come to you? I must return at once to fight against the prince of Persia, and when I leave, the prince of Greece will come. No one has the courage to support me against them except Michael, your prince. However, I will first tell you what is recorded in the Book of Truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this scripture, it's hard to not feel intimidated. Um, Daniel 10 through 12 is an incredibly dense section of prophecy, of vision, um, of the Lord proving that he is the Lord, that he has known the future since the beginning of time. And it's hard to even feel like there is a section to pull out and talk about. Um, But as I thought over this and prayed over this and meditated, I was really challenged with the question of what does this mean today? What does this mean for me? And what does this mean for you today? I was drawn to chapter 10 really um, at the beginning. There's two main observations I'd like to share. First, in 10.2, we find Daniel, who has been mourning for three weeks. And it doesn't really tell us what he's mourning about, but we know that he's been mourning for three weeks, and he has been in prayer during this time. Um, He's been abstaining from things. It's not not fasting. Um, He's not withholding food, any food, but he just didn't eat rich food or meat or wine. And he is intentionally putting himself in a situation of lacking so that he can declare his dependence on the Lord. So we find Daniel there waiting to hear from the Lord. And what really struck me is just wondering, you know, how often do I put myself in a situation of waiting to hear from the Lord, of um, avoiding or withholding things to increase my dependence on him? There's also an expectation of Daniel. Daniel is doing this for three full weeks, 21 days he has done this, expectantly waiting to hear from the Lord. I can't even comprehend the discipline that that takes. I am, as I think a lot of us are in today's world, um, I find it hard to stay focused on something past a couple days if it's still eluding me. So for 21 days, to be seeking an answer from the Lord and not get it. And we know that he didn't get it because the angel that he ends up seeing after 21 days, he expresses that he had come because of his prayers, but he was with he was held back for 21 days. So we know that in that time, there was no answer for Daniel. He stayed there despite not having an answer. 
However, it's important to note that in 12 through 14, the angel does clarify that the prayers were heard for the entire time. They weren't falling on deaf ears. He just wasn't able to come answer yet. I think the persistence here is honestly inspiring and challenging for me of does my life look so dependent on the Lord that I would stay in the same place for 21 days, limiting my own access to pleasures, waiting to hear from the Lord, believing that the answer is coming, that the Lord is invested and that he cares and that he will show his face. The second thing that I really want to share with you quickly is the first words that are spoken to Daniel. He sees this magnificent being with his eyes like flaming torches, and he's terrified. He has no strength left in him, and he falls down asleep with his face on the ground. And the being says to him first, Daniel, you are a man treasured by God. I just want to remind you that that is how the Lord sees you. That is the answer to the prayer. You are a man, a woman, treasured by God. God loves you. He has answered your prayers through Christ, through his love for you. It is the motivation for everything that he does is his love for you. So as I wrap up, I just want to leave you with the statement that you are loved by God. He loves you. He hears your prayers. He is fighting a battle against beings you can't see to bring his love to you and show it to you.
Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you love us, that that is our identity in you, is this one truly love. I thank you for the example of men like Daniel waiting and pursuing you. And I ask that you would renew our love for you in our hearts, that we would crave after you in such a way like Daniel. Through our lives and through our prayers, may your kingdom come. Amen.